0: Welcome to Regold's Dance Life Podcast for dance teachers and dance studio owners who have a passion
1: for the art of dance. Hello,
0: and welcome to Regold's Dance Life Podcast. My name is Stacey Morgan, and I'm joined by the wonderful Regold. Hi, Ray.
1: Hello, Stacey. How is everything on the other side of the world?
0: Going along beautifully. We're heading into summer, so it's getting nice and hot. We're spending evenings eating outside and jumping in the pool. It couldn't be nicer.
1: I might be sorry I asked that question because we're (laughs) headed into the opposite time of the year, my friend.
0: I know. This is the perfect time to, to come and travel and see me and I think by this time next year you probably will be able to so we'll have to put that on the agenda, hey?
1: Let's do it.
0: Today's episode is brought to you by IDEA, the International Dance Entrepreneurs Association. If you want to be surrounded by other like-minded dance studio owners and get access to some incredible worksheets and um, curriculum and just people who know what you do and understand what you do, people who get you, uh, then you can join IDEA by going to ideadance.org.
1: Awesome, Miss Stacy. We'd love to have all of our listeners check out IDEA i um, very proud of the organisation and through this pandemic, we have survived and are thriving now. Absolutely.
0: Now, Ria, a very sombre episode of the podcast today because, of course, last month we lost the gorgeous Georgia, Miss Georgia, your Miss Georgia, and I have to start by saying I'm so sorry for your loss. Miss Georgia was such an incredible inspiration for so many people I remember the days after she passed that my total Facebook feed was just flooded with images of Georgia on stage with uh, videos of her performing even at you know aged 100 just on stage living her very best life I'm so sorry for your loss tell us what Miss Georgia meant to you and and how this has kind of been for you I'm sure it's been a really a really tough time
1: Thank you for all of those words. I appreciate them. Uh, It is a really tough time. Miss Georgia was a light in our field. And anybody who came into contact with her, you could feel this joy for life, which is the reason that I believe she lived to be 102. Mm -hmm. She was not anybody you knew who was ever stressed out. She knew how to balance her life and she found joy in every single solitary day and every time you saw her she was grateful to be here. It's 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 such a How do I want to say it? It seems so simple because I I believe what I just said is the way we all should be living life, but it was George's life. Mm.
0: I know I only got to see her perform on stage a few times and, you know, she was teaching up until – how old was she when she stopped teaching, Ree? Was she 96 or – no, no, or something like she that?
1: had she hit the hundred years because I remember making a comment. We were having a talk here at the retreat center that she was talking about teaching her four year olds, and she was one hundred. Wow! And I, I said I made a comment that night that there was a ninety six year age difference between those teachers between that teacher and those students. And what that just conceiving that. Yeah. And also like, what do the parents of these kids think that that are their children are taking from a hundred-year-old woman who yeah. is up there moving and dancing and singing and you know, teaching a preschool class with all the energy she would have taught when she was 20. Mm.
0: Unbelievable. So many of us in, in who are now dance studios or teach in dance studios wouldn't even go close to having that amount of years. Wouldn't, you know, that's that's two or three times the age difference we'd have between our students.
1: And it's it's a remarkable thing, but that is who Georgia was. So she was uh, born in 1919 for for the Americans and Australians who would be listening. Um, the president of the United States at the time, I, I knew this, but it went out of my head as soon as I started to say it. But first of all, 1919 is when women got the right to vote. A postage stamp was two cents. Woodrow wow. Wilson was the president. He, uh, from those early days, her mother, she had two sisters. Her mother wanted them to be in show business. I mean, they were dancing, they were singing, and they were the Dean sisters. Oh, wow. And... She described it as. Uh, who were the three singers who sang "Boogie Woogie Boogle Boy"? Uh, the sisters. Yep. Uh, oh wow! Oh, oh
0: it's just got out of my us. head
1: too. Somebody listening to this, probably everyone listening to this, will Andrew was it? Andrew? Yeah,
0: the Andrew Sisters. That's it.
1: Okay. That that her act was very much like the Andrew Sisters, and. They could do comedy. They could sing. They could MC. They tap dance. Ballet dancers. That's where Georgia's roots were from. Mm. So therefore, as she got older, now listen, she had a studio when she passed, but she probably had two or three on the way to that studio meaning she'd close, maybe think she was moving on to something else and then open another studio, <laughs> you know. It was, it was a part of her life, but also performing was a part of her life.
0: And she performed what sounds like from, from a very early age as part of the Dean Sisters all the way up to the stage at Regold's Dance Life Conference. <laughs>
1: And she used to say, whether it was the conference or uh, here at the Dance Life Retreat Center, she would always say, ooh, re, I love standing ovations, you know, (laughs) like for her, the audience, the applause. And, And what's so funny is she fed off of them, but all of them, like you said, on social media, Everybody that she touched went home with a piece of her.
0: Oh, absolutely.
1: You know, people would say, how do you, uh, how did you go through life without having stress? And she'd say, you know what? I'm strong. I avoid it. And I go on cruises.
0: (laughs) There we go. The recipe for for life from...
1: for her that was a definitive answer okay Mm -hmm. that is where she goes to avoid stress and to be renewed and refreshed to go back to the life that that she's chosen for herself and let me tell you she another thing about georgia which always got a lot of laughs in our talks well, she's a she's a woman who was married three times, and all three of those husbands passed. So Georgia was always, and each time that she talked about each husband and take us through the journey, you knew that she loved each one of them equally. It mm. was so interesting. Um, two husbands she was with for twenty seven years, and I think the last one for nine. Wow. And so she always evolved and adjusted. Like this, her second husband uh, built her the studio that I was going to say she's in now, but that her school is still in. And it was probably when she was in her 60s, closer to 70, and she started over again and built a huge business mm-hmm. and did a nutcracker every year. Her nutcracker will still be happening this year. Yep. It's like nonstop. Um another thing that I'll always always remember about her is that she said she first of all she said she'd go for 104. So in my mind, and she said that to so many people, I think all of us that knew her, we're always saying, well, we have time left, we have time left, (laughs) because she's told us what her decision is here, Um, but she got... Uh, covid and really uh, never recovered from that but she always told everybody if you come to my funeral i am going to jump up and say one more time
0: <laughs> i saw a beautiful oh. post from um terry who you know said she can just imagine the way that she entered the pearly gates like the, the song and dance that would have oh. happened on the way through. And that, you know, that ties in so beautifully with, with her
1: popping up one more
0: time, one more time from the top.
1: Yes. so So what does it make me think and why do I get excited to talk about it is everybody who's listening to this podcast cherish those people. Hmm. who brings something to your life that makes you know life is worth living like Georgia did. Cherish those moments and here's a little regal philosophy on life. I'm sad that Miss Georgia is gone. But I don't say wow I wish I add more time, I say, I am so grateful that I had her for the time that I had her. Mm. Her influence will be with me forever. I hope that I can grow into that, I don't know, uh, calm, avoid stress.
0: Balance.
1: Yeah, balance. Find the joy in waking up. You know, she used to say she woke up in the morning and she'd look around and go, okay, I'm I'm alive. And then she'd start moving her right leg, <laughs> flexing her right foot. She goes, okay, that's working. <laughs> she'd to her <laughs> left. <laughs> I love that. So she wake up each day, you know, just like here I am. My body is functioning. And uh you know grateful
0: and for for so many of us that story about starting over and starting afresh and building a whole new business in your 70s it's such an inspiration because i you know for so many of us we feel like we're running out of time already but she managed to to live one life after the next life after the next life and continue evolving and she would have had to continue learning the the differences in a dance studio, in the way that it runs, in the clientele, in the whole thing from, you know, 50 years ago to now, even from 10 years ago until now, is huge. So she would have had to be continually learning, continually updating, continually trying new things. Like that's such a brave life that she's lived.
1: And what's funny is I don't know that she would have ever thought that she was brave at 70 she didn't know anything else people may have looked at her that way Mm. but she was not the kind of person who'd say well i'm i'm older now i'm not gonna launch a business i probably only have a few years left like some of us would Mm. do at the age of 70 i'm going for it and listen she was an innovator um When she opened this studio, this last studio, I remember going in for the first time and she beautiful hardwood floors. It was brand new. And and her husband really built her a gorgeous space. But you know how we all put numbers in the front of our studios to keep kids in line Mm -hmm. and all of this she had pegs installed in the wood floors with numbers wow so the kids stood on their pegs and i can remember thinking every all the dance teachers it was a dance teachers meeting were like <gasps> you know but she Genius. she decided yeah she was building her studio with those pegs built right into the floor mm-hmm. So, yes, yeah, she was an innovator. And she has been putting on the nutcracker the whole time she's at that studio, bringing in guests to be her leads yeah. and uh, producing a nutcracker for her entire community every year. And always, let's say it's November, I'd start to get calls, you know, honey, you coming to see the nutcracker? <laughs> Honey, you coming to see the netcracker And I would go see your netcracker It was one hell of a netcracker. <laughs> oh, that's beautiful.
0: I just her the way in which she was such a showgirl. Still, I think I saw her last when she was hundred, and that that pizzazz that she had, whether she was on stage or whether she was just walking around the conference, like she was just something special.
1: And that was a confidence in herself to get up on that stage and give you that show business theatrical vibe that you just described and then go home and be a hundred year old woman. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, Cause I've seen her as that hundred year old woman in her kitchen and I've seen her on stage. And that was two different people—not mm. one better than the other. But she knew how to be a pro. She knew how to put it on. You know, even getting up on stage in front of eight hundred or a thousand dance studio owners uh, at a hundred years old, when your legs are tired, is not an easy thing to do. But you know, she'd be backstage with all of us. Just like ready to roll, yeah. Like she, she, you had to hold her back, you know.
0: <laughs> and that's what I was going to ask you, Ray. Did you um, each year ask her to come and perform, or was she like putting her hand up and calling you and saying, "Honey, I'm ready for the conference. <laughs> Put me
1: in." No, okay. This is a good story. Um, I w- was very involved with the North, and still am involved with an organization called Dance Masters of New England. Mm-hmm. And I was on the board or I hosted a meeting at my house where the whole board showed up. Georgia walks up to me at my kitchen counter and she goes, and I I had the magazine at the time. She goes, you know, I'm 90 and you never make a big deal out of me. (laughs) 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 You take me for granted, she said. And then you didn't from one that moment no, onwards. <laughs> no, but wait, you have to understand this and other people will get this. I didn't even think that she was 90. She was always there is the best way for me to say it. Mm. Like Georgia was a staple. Yeah, Georgia was somebody you talked to any dance gathering, dance teacher gathering there was. She'd been president of the two organizations here. One of them, she was president twice. And uh, so I didn't think of her as the 90-year-old woman that I did make a big deal out of. (laughs) But that following year, I gave her a Lifetime Achievement Award, asked her to sing. Mm -hmm. And then she, I asked her every year until this last one. She wasn't at the last conference. She was not feeling well and i was tempted to call her but i didn't want her to be disappointed that she couldn't do it yeah so i just was quiet through the last conference but every single one of them since then and she got that standing O every time every time and you know they they take her through the hallways in her wheelchair and everybody stopped and wanted to take a picture with her Mm -hmm. and just wanted to talk to her. She was like the star of the conference. Mm -hmm. Once Georgia arrived, there were crowds around her and that fed her. That was like my contribution to saying your value, you're, you're so important. So keep going my friend, because you're inspiring all of us.
0: Yep. Well, she definitely inspired me here on, you know, the other side of the world on days where I get out of bed and I think I can't go to the studio again. I can't deal with those dance parents again. I think of Miss Georgia and I think she did it for a whole lot longer than me. I can suck
1: it up and get to work. She survived all those dance parents who gave her a hard time at yes. the beginning, didn't she? Yeah,
0: absolutely. <laughs> to continue going back, then she would. She definitely um definitely survived them and she did it with a smile on her face and I think about the way she you know performed and as I said you know the magic she had around her when she was at the conference and I think if, if she can if she could do that then I can get up and go and teach eight years tap today like <laughs> I could do it too and thank you for that Ree because you know she's not someone I would have ever known existed if she hadn't been to the conference and and that you know, having the opportunity to see her, to perform, to take members of my team to your conference as well, for them to be inspired too, was really, really special.
1: The other uh, awesome thing about Georgia was that she would come to the retreat centre, sing, entertain, Mm -hmm. have dinner with the guests, and then just hang out in the living room and they'd, they'd pepper her with questions or I'd hit her with questions And you could just see on everyone's faces the amazement Mm. of what they were feeling being in the room and what she had to offer and say to all of them. Her vibe is is in this building. It's so cool.
0: Yeah, that is awesome. Uh Well, thank you for taking the time and you know opening your heart to be able to share what she meant to you with us because she was a very important very important part of of your legacy and and the legacy legacy that she has left is is incredible and i'm sure for all of the students at her at her studio this has been a really difficult time but it's been lovely hearing the stories that you have today of of miss georgia dean young and and remembering her
1: and don't forget that the last name is Young. Mm. I always thought that was so ironic as I introduced the 95-year-old Georgia Dean Young. <laughs> Thanks for listening, everybody, and enjoyed the journey.
0: Thank you for joining us for Regold's Dance Life Podcast.